Hello everyone, Dr. Stillman here. I am excited today to be coming to you with a thyroid hormone webinar. I am sorry for being late. I just couldn't help myself. I had to add a couple more cases to the presentation because they were so interesting. Jim, it tells me we're having a problem streaming to Facebook. If you would uh, correct that, that would be amazing. If you're uh, tuning in, please drop a one in the comments on whatever platform you're on. Uh, so that we can make sure that you're hearing me well. If you can't hear me, drop a two or any number other than one, uh, and then we will get into the webinar. Uh, what we're going to be talking about today is not only what I see when I take care of thyroid hormone cases and patients, um, et cetera, et cetera. We're also going to be talking about how I get people well, and so people can hear me. Thank you for uh, dropping your comments. And without further ado, we will get into... The presentation. All right, everyone. So this is Secrets of Thyroid Health and Wellness. I did a webinar on this six months ago. Very different content, very different information. Why did it change? It changed because I wanted to give you guys the updates on what I found in the thyroid course and coaching program that we did in February. We ran that from February through uh, June of this year. And we had a great time. People were very happy with the results. They were very happy with the service. They were fascinated by their lab testing, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. So these are secrets you're not going to find anywhere else. I've never seen anyone put these things together in any kind of presentation. These are the secrets I depend on to balance thyroid hormone levels and also get people off of thyroid hormone when possible. These are the secrets I depend upon to get patients looking and feeling their best. For the record, this is not medical advice. This is just purely informational and educational. I encourage you to talk to your doctor or other healthcare practitioner before making any changes to your diet and lifestyle. Hopefully you understand that I don't practice medicine via you know, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or whatever platform you're consuming this on, but I wanna make that statement for the record. Who am I? I am a general practitioner and medical doctor. I specialize in functional and integrative medicine. I've been featured by Ben Greenfield, Mind Body Green, Joe Mercola, and many more. I now run a 99% virtual practice in Florida, and my mottos are the greatest medicine of all is teaching people how not to need it. That's from Hippocrates. And the second one is I came that they might have life and have it more abundantly. That's Jesus quoted in John 10.10. All right, you can find me at Substack, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. It's always the same, Stillman MD. And if you need help finding those links, Google me, go to my link tree and whatever social media you're on, and you'll find all the other links. Okay, so why are we talking about thyroid hormone, thyroid wellness, and thyroid disease? So thyroid disease leads to premature and severe heart disease, dementia, stroke, diabetes and weight gain, depression, and cancer, all of which are bad. These are some of the worst things that modern people are struggling with. They are some of the worst things that modern people are most concerned about. They see We see them causing the vast majority of, of disability, death, uh, misery, and mayhem in our modern world. So that means that optimizing thyroid health is critical in order to head off these issues, not only to prevent them, but once one of these issues has arisen, if you can correct thyroid imbalances, you can often see a lot of improvement or benefit to the patient. Okay. So all of you know that when you've got life at low thyroid hormone levels, people are going to say to you, the doctors, whether they're functional, uh, conventional, whoever, oh, we have a pill for that. You need to take this pill. Usually it's thyroid hormone uh, drugs, replacement. It's not bad, but it's not the only thing that we can do, right? If you're watching this and you're thinking, 
I don't understand why I need this pill. I don't want to need this pill. I would like to get off of this pill. This webinar is for you. Stay tuned. We're going to explain why different people's thyroids um, uh, get dysfunctional over time and all the different causes for that. So one of the biggest misconceptions, and we're going to talk more about this as we go, is that optimal thyroid hormone levels equal optimal thyroid health. This simply isn't true. Uh, one of the key things I want to impress upon you today is that it's more than just levels of thyroid hormone. It's about trying to optimize your health, health overall so that regardless of doses of thyroid hormone or other supplements that support the thyroid, you actually have optimal health within your body, within your thyroid, so that you need as little medicine as possible. That goes back to that first quote from Hippocrates, the greatest medicine of all is teaching people how not to need it. The other thing I want you to know is that just because you optimize your thyroid hormone levels does not mean that you're heading off or reducing your risk of all the illnesses that low thyroid hormone levels play into, right? Fixing a number is not curing a problem. Very important lesson. So part of why I decided to do this is that I found that conventional medicine, you know, the way I was trained, the way that most patients are, are treated, I find that it leaves them feeling confused, ashamed, broken, disempowered, hopeless, despondent, diseased, and fearful. And I want to help you understand how you can feel better and look better because there's so much more that we can add and, and give to you, provide to you that the conventional medical paradigm is not providing you and you don't have to feel this way anymore. So one of the key guiding uh, philosophies for my practice as well is this, this next quote from Hippocrates. He said that illnesses do not come upon us out of the blue. They are developed from small daily sins against nature. When enough sins have accumulated, illnesses will suddenly appear, right? So you got to understand and get into this mindset of it's small things over long periods of time. So now I want to get into what we found in our last program. Starting in February, it ran through June. We had about 60 people join us for that, which was really twice what we'd planned on, but we made accommodations and we, we spread it out over a longer period of time in order to get to everyone. So number one, high copper zinc ratios in the blood. Number two, normal thyroid hormone levels. More on this later. Number three, low hair chromium and selenium levels. Number four, low manganese, copper, zinc, and iron levels in the hair. And number five, high heavy metal levels. Okay. The top five myths that we busted. If your TSH is high, you have thyroid problems. Not true. Number two, thyroid hormone levels reflect thyroid function. Also not true. Number three, low thyroid hormone is the problem. Definitely not true. Number four, although it can sometimes be true, just for the record. Number four, iodine can damage the thyroid, so don't take it. And number five, more thyroid hormone is the answer. Okay. Two more quotes I want to share with you. Then we're going to get into those top five realities and myths. Look deep into nature and you will understand everything better, Albert Einstein. We cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we use to create them, also Einstein. Very important ideas behind how I think about medicine and how I look at solving problems for patients. I really find that people tend to, uh, to not look deeply enough into nature and that leads to them not understanding their problems very well. Reality number one, copper zinc imbalances are a really big deal. So most patients diagnosed with low thyroid hormone levels have high blood copper and low blood zinc as a ratio. Now the ratio piece there is really important. I'm going to show you some of these later, but you know, I don't want you to get hung up on levels. I want you to focus on the ratio. What's an optimal ratio. I get concerned when I see a copper level of a hundred or so, which is very common 
I often see them up to 120, 130. The highest I've seen is 200 and a zinc level below 100. When the zinc is not higher than the copper, people tend to feel sluggish. They have a poor metabolism. They have poor sleep. They have body aches and pains. They have headaches. They have a lot of problems, okay? You'll often find these people have a high copper-zinc ratio in their diet, which is one reason why just giving everybody supplemental zinc is not the answer. However, some of you will massively benefit from supplemental zinc. I'm going to share some cases with you of people who benefited from exactly that later. You do not, as I said, need zinc supplements necessarily. Many of you do. Many of you need to improve your zinc intake in your diet and sometimes cut your copper intake. This is one reason why I'm not enthusiastic about just telling everyone to take beef liver. I just had a case the other week where somebody dropped their beef liver supplement out, hot flashes, uh, poor sleep, lots of problems went away. Okay. Reality number two, most people have normal thyroid hormone levels. Okay. So what are normal thyroid hormone levels? I want you to understand that the conventional paradigm on this is broken, but so is the functional medicine paradigm in many cases, depending on the doc. So the levels for most of our hormones today are being set based on the general public. The general public, if you haven't noticed, is very, very, very sick. They're obese. They have terrible sleep. They have terrible personal habits. Sometimes they have bad hygiene. They have problems with their nutrition. It's a disaster out there. Just go to Walmart and you'll see what I'm talking about. So this idea that we should judge normal levels based on the population is crazy. You want to judge normal levels based on really healthy, high-achieving people. That's where the functional medicine paradigm gets things right. But you're also going to get functional med docs who are pushing patients to high, high levels of thyroid hormone, telling them that this is better. And I think this is very dangerous to be blunt. I've seen a lot of suppressed TSHs uh, in these programs and in my patients where docs in the functional medicine, integrative medicine world are pushing people into higher and higher doses of thyroid hormone and more and more complicated regimens that often don't lead to them feeling better. They often feel like they're caught between some symptoms of low thyroid and some symptoms of high thyroid. When this happens, you can be sure that the thyroid hormone level is not the problem. Okay. That's why I say the truth is in the middle. I don't very often have to add thyroid hormone in a case. I can't remember the last time I did that. In fact, what I find is you have to fix other factors. And then once the patient's feeling good, looking good, and you're getting some things better balanced, then you can actually start to wean thyroid hormone while also doing things to support it. Okay. But again, the secret's not looking at the thyroid hormone levels. You want to make sure they're okay. And you don't want them to be, you know, way off on the left or way off on the right. But this idea that, you know, people are normal when they're, you know, not in a good or not, or when they're like, well, in the conventional world, they say that you're normal, even when you're low. And in the functional medicine world, they say that you're low, even when you're really probably where you should be. I like to split the middle. And that's what I find gets people better results. Okay. Reality number three, most people have low tissue chromium and selenium. This was true across the board in the thyroid program. We didn't find, I don't think, a single chromium level or selenium level that was even remotely normal. They were all low. Why is this? Well, chromium and selenium have been basically depleted from our nutrients because we've over-farmed our soils. People are also not eating a lot of uh, selenium-rich foods, for example, shellfish and fish. And unfortunately, the shellfish and fish that we have now is very contaminated frequently with mercury which competes with selenium, which is why often you'll see mercury come out 
with selenium supplementation. More on this later. Chromium is essential for glucose metabolism. Glucose metabolism is vital for energy production. Selenium is vital for detoxification of the body and for thyroid hormone regulation. So when you get low levels of these two things, you get sluggish metabolism and fatigue. It's very, very consistent in my practice. This often leads to a diagnosis of thyroid dysfunction because guess what? If you give these people more thyroid hormone, they often feel better, they lose weight, and they have less fatigue. But this does not cure the underlying low chromium selenium status, okay? I want to impress upon you that there's not a one-size-fits-all supplementation regimen for this. All of you are going to have different levels. The amounts you need is going to depend on other elements that have to do with your metabolism, your mineral status, your hormones, your age, etc. So I can't just give you all supplementation regimen. More on this later. Reality number four, low manganese, copper, zinc, and iron levels in the hair. Okay, so why are these things low? These are all vital elements. You need them to feel and be healthy and, and normal, whatever you want to call it. Uh, why do they end up being low? Well, there's poor excretion and there's poor supply. Many people are not getting enough manganese and zinc. Many people, or rather I should say some people are not getting enough copper. Some rarely people, I actually, you know, to be fair, I don't think I know anyone who's, or see anyone who's not getting enough iron. If iron is actually low in the body, it's either um, a lack of absorption or it's really excessive losses in a, a young woman who's menstruating and having heavy periods. The reality with this is that you got to keep in mind both the excretion and the supply. So I look at what's coming into the system with the dietary history. Then I look at what's coming out in the hair and other levels of minerals. Because often what's happening is the body actually has too much manganese or too much copper or too much iron, and it's just not coming out. Mineral balance in the diet and hormone levels really control this process. If you want more information on that, last month, my webinar, uh, late July 2023, was with Clark Engelbert of Nutrition Analytics. We discussed the realities uh, and myths of hair tissue mineral analysis and why it's so important, why it's become more and more a part of my practice. You're going to get to see some real labs from my practice uh, later in this presentation. And again, I want to tell you that blind supplementation is not the answer. Yes, I think it's important for people to eat a mineral-dense diet. No, you cannot just guess what levels of these things or how much of these things you need. It's why you're not going to catch me recommending multivitamins. I think you've got to understand how your diet is playing into this before asking what supplements to take. And then the supplements need to be driven by testing. Okay, last uh, reality, high heavy metal levels. So heavy metals are ubiquitous in our modern world. They poison the thyroid gland and the entire body and all of your physiology and metabolism, and they accumulate over time. They are slow acting poisons. They compete with elements like selenium, copper, zinc, and more, which is part of why those elements can end up being very low in your body and in your hair. We purge heavy metals in sweat, stool, and urine. So people who've got issues with sweating, i.e. you don't sweat, you don't go outside and break sweat, you don't sauna, etc. That's a problem. If you're not moving your bowels at least daily, optimally twice a day or three times a day, depending on who you are, depending on how much you're eating and fasting, etc. And then urination. A lot of people come to me, they're chronically dehydrated or they are worse. I don't know if it's worse. It's just not good. They're not drinking the right type and the correct amount of water for their needs. So optimizing all of this is critical for heavy metal elimination. Hydration, sauna, healthy elimination through the urine and, and stool, critical for good health. 
the three top metals I saw in our uh, thyroid uh, program patients were aluminum, mercury, and nickel. The first test, however, in the hair often shows us the lowest levels. And I want to tell you that because we don't have repeat levels on the majority of our thyroid hormone cases from the first program, um, in part because we just wrapped it up in early June uh, and we just haven't had the time to get the repeat labs on them. Um, and so we're looking forward to that. I'll keep you posted on those uh, repeats because I am excited. I do have some other ones from before then that I'm going to share with you to show you heavy metal eliminations and how those really work in the hair. So part number two, thyroid myth busting. So myth number one, if your TSH is high, you have thyroid problems. This is a very pernicious myth that I want to dispel very clearly. So number one, TSH fluctuates wildly due to many different factors. You will find in the literature that things like sunlight, stress, sleep, and even EMF exposure will alter your thyroid hormone levels. Most people in the program we ran had a normal TSH regardless of their thyroid hormone dose. Most of them felt better without touching more thyroid hormone. In other words, we walked them through what they needed to do in order to optimize their physiology regardless of what was going on with their thyroid. I like to say, if you ask better questions, you get better answers. And I definitely found this to be true when it came to our program. Okay, myth number two, thyroid hormone levels are an accurate reflection of thyroid hormone function. This misses an enormous amount of uh, what's going on in your physiology. So as I mentioned, TSH fluctuates wildly, but so do these thyroid hormone levels. They also, because they're present in such small quantities in the blood, our tests are notoriously inaccurate. That's why most doctors refuse to dose thyroid hormone on anything but TSH. That has its own problems, but, and you will get some people who do better when you dose it on the blood levels of the thyroid hormone, but the reality is that they're still notoriously inaccurate. They also don't necessarily represent thyroid hormone function in tissues or tissue specific levels of thyroid hormone which basically you can't test, at least not the way I would like to be able to test them. What I will tell you based on my practice is that thyroid function and how well your thyroid's working is totally dependent upon your nutritional status, your toxic load, and your environmental signals. That's not true if, for example, you've had your thyroid ablated or removed or otherwise you know, radically altered by modern medicine. But for the vast majority of people, when they fix their nutritional status, when they fix their toxic load, and when they fix their environment, it doesn't matter what you do to their thyroid hormone dosing. They feel better. They look better. And often they're able to taper doses of thyroid hormone. Okay. Myth number three. So low thyroid hormone is responsible for declining energy and vitality as we age. This is simply, I have found not true. The thyroid gets blamed for all of this because it's super, super easy to blame it. You test the TSH enough times, you're going to get an abnormal TSH. But that doesn't mean that the patient's got thyroid hormone dysfunction, as I mentioned before. Most people, if you check their TSH four to six weeks after an abnormal TSH, many of them, their TSH will have normalized, right? If you get them on the right diet, the right lifestyle to relax, to reduce stress, you're going to see it normalize as well. So what's actually responsible for your declining energy levels as, as you wane? If it's not the thyroid, what is it, right? I want to go back and say that thyroid problems are not root causes, they're effects. A lot of people will get caught in this idea that, oh, well, it's my thyroid. Well, hold on a minute. It's not your thyroid. It's whatever's making your thyroid not do what it's supposed to be doing, right? 
very rarely is there anything intrinsically wrong with someone's thyroid gland. And if there is, it's often the result of factors I've already mentioned. One big misconception is that thyroid autoimmunity is something that is, uh, well, how shall I say this? People look at thyroid autoimmunity as the problem. It is not the problem. It is the things causing the autoimmunity that are the problem. And people get caught in thinking, oh, like I have to, you know, um, fix my immune system. The truth is that, and as I talked to my friend, Russell Jaffe, Dr. Russell Jaffe about in one of my webinars with him that's included in our thyroid course, really thyroid autoimmunity is thyroid repair deficit. When you see antibodies to an organ, the, the body is really trying to fix that organ because there's a problem there. Heavy metals, stealth pathogens, environmentation, whatever it may be, when you clean up the diet and the environment and the lifestyle, a lot of these problems go away. And oftentimes, um, well, yeah, you know, we're streaming this to YouTube. And so I have to be a little bit careful about what I say. Jump into the coaching calls and we'll, we'll cover some more behind the scenes stuff. Okay. Most problems actually arise, I found, um, from declining levels of estrogen, progesterone in women, and then declining levels of testosterone in men and women, and declining levels of DHEA and, and cortisol in men and women. So these are your five major uh, hormones, sex steroid hormones, really, and adrenal hormones that run a lot of your metabolism. And what's happening as people age is the levels are declining, and then they end up blaming the thyroid for these declines in these hormones. Many, many people feel much, much better fixing these underlying levels of sex steroid hormones rather than increasing or adding more and more thyroid hormone. I want you all to understand that because it's one of the biggest misconceptions out there, particularly in the conventional medical world, but also in many corners of the integrative medical world. Okay. Myth number four, iodine can damage the thyroid, so don't take it. Okay. I like this quote. If you look it up, it's hard to know who actually originated this. A lie can get halfway around the world before the truth has time to get its boots on. I've found that iodine is perfectly safe. I did an interview with Dr. Brownstein, also included in the thyroid uh, course, where we dispelled a lot of this iodine confusion. Thousands of people in his practice, my practice, many other practices all over the world are taking high-dose iodine and loving it. I don't know if I've ever had such happy patients as the ones I've put on high-dose iodine. Why does iodine have such a stigma attached to it? Because very few people know how to use it and dose it properly. And because some very, how do I say this politely? Um, let's just say some very out of touch with reality academics have improperly or inappropriately vilified iodine based on lab, or I should say um, academic findings in like cell culture or test tubes. Um, believe me, you're a lot more complicated than that. That's why I love high dose iodine. I teach people how to use it and I help them to use it wisely so they don't have any kind of side effects. Again, my patients absolutely love and adore iodine. For the record, we're going to have Q&A at the end, so stick around and make sure that you drop your questions in the comments. I'll respond to them in order. Myth number five, you need a complicated thyroid dosing regimen in order to feel normal and look and feel the way you want. I don't think that's true. Most people I haven't found need a more complicated regimen. Most people do better on a simpler regimen. If you feel better on a complicated regimen, I would bet that you have problems with other things than thyroid dysfunction. You've got malnutrition, low levels of minerals or vitamins. You've got a high top total toxic load. You've got excessive stress, poor daily habits. I see this in pretty much every single case I've taken on. There's something we've got to fix in those four things. 
So a lot of people have, uh, you know, will say, well, yes, Dr. Stillman, that sounds great, but my thyroid's permanently damaged, can't possibly be fixed. I would suggest that you not, not make that assumption. Um, a lot of people end up in this idea that they'll never be able to reduce their dose of thyroid hormone. I don't think that's true. I think it all depends on what you're willing to put into it and how long you're willing to stick with a program to really balance your diet and your lifestyle, your environment, et cetera. All right. A lot of people will say they've been on thyroid medications for so long. There's no way they can come off of it. There's frankly no proof of that. Most doctors do not take the time to even try to taper thyroid medications. So why would you ever expect yourself to come off of it? Um, the sad fact is that people are making so much money just refilling medications. Everyone in the you know, healthcare gravy train or rather chain, right, uh, is, is just, they're just going through the motions. They're just saying, okay, we'll refill this, check back in six weeks, check back in six months. You know, I, I find people feeling better, looking better, losing weight, having more energy. There's no reason if you feel better, you can't try and taper medications. Okay. What I'm offering you in the course we're going to talk to you about later is to teach you everything I know about how to heal your thyroid. Okay. Another misconception that a lot of people run into is they've got to find the right supplement, medication, detox protocol. Um, I got to tell you, I really think it's important to have a comprehensive approach. I have never seen anyone's approach um, really be as comprehensive as the one I'm going to be walking you through uh, today and that we're offering you in the course and coaching program that we're, uh, we're providing more details on that later in the presentation. But people chase, you know, one or two things. They try to sort of do do-it-yourself wellness. I totally get that. It's appealing. It's tempting. But I got to tell you, I think everybody needs a coach. I think finding someone you can trust and rely on to help you understand and give you guidance and direction is invaluable. That's part of why people come to us. It's why we had so many happy people in our, our past program. And I'm excited to be offering that again after six months um, from when we started the first one. Another common objection is I don't have the time, the finances, the energy to learn how to fix my thyroid and my health. Very dangerous way of thinking. I understand your, your objections. I understand your concerns. I do want to let you know that as um, a result of our experience with running webinars and, and coaching people and teaching people, Jim and I have decided to run a Q&A as well. Uh, we're going to be doing that at Tuesday, 530. Jim can correct me in the comments if I've just misspoken because uh, we just planned this. But we're going to have an another Q&A to just talk about what's in the course and what's you know the right fit for you. You can show up, you can talk to us, you know, in this group uh, webinar that we're going to be holding and we'll, we'll explain whether or not it's right for you. Um, but I, I really caution people against, you know, kicking the can of their wellness down the road. I see a lot of people doing that. And then in six months to a year, they're coming back to me and they're saying, look, now I've had a heart attack or I've had a stroke or now I've got a new diagnosis of this, that, or the other thing that I wish I didn't have. And at that point, it's harder for us to get progress for them. And you know, what I've found is often people get radically better with just with coaching programs without even medical intervention, lab testing prescriptions. That's uh, part of why we do a lot of coaching more on that later. I think enough about that for now. Your mindset really matters. Part of why we do coaching is to help people with their mindset. And part of that is you've got to get out of the thinking of, you know, I don't have time for this. I don't want to learn how to be healthy. It's too much work. It's too complicated. I really just want Dr. Stillman to tell me what to do or another doctor to tell me what to do. I just want it to be another supplement, another medication, or another treatment. We really emphasize coaching. We really emphasize, you know, time with you, time answering your questions to help you fine tune your approach. Because at the end of the day, what you're going to find is that you don't need a lot of supplements, medications, and fancy tricks if you really get the fundamentals dialed in. All right. 
I've boiled everything down as I'm going to talk about, and now I want to jump into cases. Cases are where I spent my time this morning. It's why I was late. Um, uh, Lynn Fed asks, what time on Tuesday is the Q&A? It's 5.30 Eastern. All right, cases. I want to focus on five big themes here for the cases because these really came through in the labs for me in the last six months to a year, which is where I'm going to be sharing cases with you from. So elevated heavy metal levels, toxic selenium levels in a couple of people, but low uh, selenium and chromium levels, as I mentioned before, uh, low zinc copper ratios, low copper, but hidden copper toxicity. Uh, Clark Engelbert and I are probably going to be doing a webinar on that in, I think, November, but we're still figuring it out. If you want to find out about that, it's going to be a great webinar. Um, make sure you're on the email list. Uh, there's links in my link tree to the email list. Make sure you sign up. Uh, and then normal labs and rapid uh, weight loss. We're going to talk about how that often uh, plays into um, cases. Okay. So first case, Christy, years of low thyroid, had been on huge doses of Synthroid, lots of body aches and pains, severe headaches, lots of doctors, tons of supplements, IVs, treatments, was feeling lost and hopeless, came to me saying, look, you've got to help me. I cannot continue to feel this way. Note in this first round of labs, and she started with me, you know, a couple of years ago. So this is a long process. I want to emphasize that, you know, I am not a one hit wonder, I'm not here to make you feel all better in like three to six months. Sometimes it's a process. Yes. Do I get people great results in days, weeks? Sure I do. But the best results are when we really spend a lot of time and we, and we have a longer uh, relationship together, which is what I really like. So she has a high copper level, 130. She's got a low zinc level. You know, I really prefer for these to be more one-to-one, -one, and I like the zinc to be a little bit higher than the copper, although it can fluctuate a lot uh, with still optimal function. So we need the zinc to come up. We need the, the copper to come down. You'll notice on this repeat lab, this was just a few months ago, the copper is the same, but I'm going to call that a win because the zinc came up radically. And so the ratio is much, much different. The rest of these uh, elements you'll see fluctuate a lot. You know, I'll mention the selenium level here was high normal. I see a lot of people with thyroid problems using selenium. A lot of you don't need more of it. You need other things before we give you more selenium. So uh, here are some other things I want to share with you. So this was her, her hair tissue mineral analysis. This was the second one. And this is a little bit confusing, but bear with me because I didn't want to add too many slides. So if you'll look at this, you'll notice that these numbers right here are the previous test numbers in the lower left below the um the names of the toxic metals her first aluminum test was 119 and several months later it had come down to 35 that's a massive elimination of aluminum it's a major improvement in her aluminum status you'll notice her nickel over here the previous test was 0.34 it's dropped to 0.007 so again she's eliminated a ton of this toxic metal her lead level has dropped as well her mercury level did not which means that she's either still consuming some mercury from her environment or she is starting to eliminate more mercury. You'll often see waves of these heavy metals come out of people's testing. Here is her most recent test where you notice that her mercury level is still where basically it was. The lead is even lower and the aluminum has radically dropped. You know, you look at that first test, 119, and now it's come down all the way to 1.32. Something was radically wrong with something in her diet, her lifestyle, her environment. Some of this may have been aluminum from years ago, but wherever it came from, we eliminated or she eliminated a ton of it using the right approaches. A lot of that was about balancing minerals and fixing zinc-copper balance. 
feeling much better, very few headaches, great sleep, better stamina, losing weight, feeling great, living her life. I'm very delighted for Christy. She's been one of my probably best cases ever um, as far as how far she's come. Okay, next case, Michelle, super mom, super employee, super wife. That's probably familiar to many of you ladies watching this. Three kids, tired all the time, poor sleep, bloating and abdominal pain. Okay, this is her first mineral panel. You'll notice the low zinc. You'll notice the normal copper. The magnesium is low. Potassium is low. We also had to address those. Look at this follow-up level. Magnesium, much better. Potassium, much better. Zinc, much better. You'll notice that the zinc-copper uh, ratio is much better here as well. That led to a significant improvement in her bloating. She has much more stamina. She has much better work performance. She recently came off of thyroid hormone when we transitioned her on to iodine. iodine. I'll be honest with you. She's still frustrated by her weight, but stay tuned. We are still working on that. Next case, Emma, severe autoimmune illness, hospitalized multiple times, feeling lost, looking for better answers. She was one of those high achievers who went out and tried all the things, listened to everyone, did everything, finally came to me, and here's what we found that moved the needle for her. So look at this first mineral panel. So her zinc is low. Her copper is much higher than her zinc. She's got some toxic elements in the blood, but I don't hang my hat on those because they vary a lot. Nutritive minerals aren't terrible except for that low potassium right there. So what did we do? We added zinc to her supplementation regimen, but I had a suspicion based on this that she had a toxic metal problem in part because she had terrible levels of B6. So when you see B6 markers out of range, you'll often find that people have a lot of accumulated toxins and that's why the B6 is low. It's one of the reasons why B6 is one of my favorite nutrients to supplement with. But again, I don't do it blindly for the record. Here is what we saw in her hair. So she'd had a prior test. You'll see those numbers at the bottom of this you know, photo. And then this was the repeat test that you see the levels on you know, in the actual graphic. So you'll notice that her copper more than tripled. And you'll notice that her um, nutrient levels or nutritive mineral levels, I call them, iron, manganese, zinc, chromium, selenium are basically the same. Now, why did she start to eliminate all this copper? Many people, as I mentioned before, get caught in the idea that they're low in copper when that's not actually the case. They have high copper levels in the blood and they actually have low copper levels in the hair. But when you get people balanced, a lot of the time you'll see them dump this copper and they'll actually feel much, much, much better. That's exactly what happened with her. I believe, and what my colleagues and I who spend a lot of time looking at hair tissue mineral analysis and nutrition have for the most part agreed on, is that people are ending up accumulating too much copper and this can create a lot of metabolic mayhem. Now, it's not just the copper that's causing the problem. So I don't want you to get the idea that it's just that. It's also the heavy metals. So look at her prior levels for mercury and then aluminum. So her mercury level tripled in her hair as we started to get her onto a better diet and lifestyle for her to eliminate toxins. Her lead level practically quadrupled her aluminum level increased by more than 20 fold going from 0.39 to 8.57. Her nickel level almost tripled. This is a very profound change. And she reported to me in my last follow-up conversation with her that she was feeling much, much, much better. And I'm not surprised because she's getting all this toxic waste out of her body into her hair. 
right? So what would, what did we do that moved the needle for her? Mineral balancing, sauna, time outside and away from technology. She's feeling much better and she's looking forward to more labs and I'm delighted for her. These are some quick ones that I want to share with you to give you an idea of, of one thing that I talked about, which was these lows in copper, manganese, zinc, and chromium. So these are initial tests, right? You'll notice here, low copper, low manganese, low zinc, low chromium, low selenium, very consistently. This was Allie. Her main problems were fatigue and weight. Yes, she feels much better after integrating more of these minerals into her diet and fixing a lot of other things in her lifestyle. Lewis was a very interesting case, young, young professional, high achiever, but he was having low mood, anxiety, ADHD, and fatigue. Look at these low mineral levels across the board, chromium, zinc, selenium, manganese, copper. We put him on a high dose of zinc, and he told me this was life-changing. A lot of his problems went away. He was more focused. He was more assertive. He was much, much happier with what he was getting out of life once he fixed these levels with his diet and some supplements. Mary is another classic example of these low patterns that you see in people's hair. You see a low copper, low manganese, low zinc, a low chromium, and a low selenium. And how does she feel after increasing these, uh, these uh, minerals in her diet and introducing some supplements? She feels much better. Her acne's better. Her bloating's better. She's not losing weight yet, but she's also having more energy, and we expect the weight to come off soon. Abby is another uh, great um, case and example so uh, this is a different set of testing, which you're not going to see in a lot of cases. This is actually an old test from New York. You'll see a low potassium, low magnesium level, very common. You'll also see that low zinc copper ratio here. This is not as bad as many, uh, but it could be better. And then you'll see that her selenium level is high. I want to show you guys the high selenium level because a lot of people would look at this and think, oh, this person just needs more magnesium and maybe they need to drop out their selenium. She didn't really need more selenium, but there were other things that often people would miss. She actually had a low tyrosine level. One of the key things that we worked on to get people doing in the thyroid program that we ran was to increase their protein intake. And this increases your tyrosine level because tyrosine is an amino acid in protein. You'll see many of these other critical amino acids that are precursors to neurotransmitters are low. And we often find that people, are, I mean, almost always find that people are not eating enough protein. A lot of people will throw you on amino acid supplements. There's nothing wrong with amino acid supplements, but if you really truly need to be eating more protein in your diet from meat, fish, shellfish, even plant-based proteins, although I'm not as enthusiastic about those for various reasons, if you're not eating enough of those proteins, should you really be taking these amino acid supplements? Because the other thing about protein is this, animal meats, animal products, fish, shellfish, they're loaded with micronutrients, minerals, and vitamins. And those often play a critical role in helping the amino acids to work properly. We teach people all this in our coaching program so they leave with no questions about what they ought to be eating in order to look and feel their best. What did this translate into on her neurotransmitter uh, pathway testing? So you'll look and see that her homovanillic acid is low. We often see this causing people to feel sluggish. You'll also notice that, again, this is an abnormal B6 level uh, in a young lady who shouldn't have it. That's the kynorenic acid level that's elevated. So giving her B6 led her to feeling much, much better. And I believe that's a really important part of how we got her feeling and looking her best. Taylor is a case I want to share with you because up till now, I've really not shown you any really significantly elevated selenium levels. Uh, this gentleman came to me. He had uh, hypertension, anxiety. He was not feeling good. He was very puzzled by why he wasn't feeling well. I found that his selenium uh, level in his uh, multivitamin was, was much too high for him. 
he dropped that out and he's been doing better ever since. I hear that he uh, tunes into my podcasts and webinars and things like that. Uh, but otherwise, he does not need any further medical care from me. And I look forward to seeing him again one day, although that'll be kind of be sad because then he'll be sick. Um, but I'm glad he's doing well now. And you can see that selenium level much too high. Many people with thyroid problems end up on much too much selenium. And that's the proof right there. Okay, John is another case where we saw exactly the same thing, a high, high selenium level. He was also taking selenium supplements. You'll notice that many of the other uh, nutritive minerals in these cases get low. I believe that's because the selenium is competing with them and getting in the way of them being absorbed. And then the body just ends up with lots and lots of selenium and low levels of these other nutritive elements. Okay, let's go to some quick testimonials. We had two wonderful testimonials, from, uh, video testimonials that I want to share with you today. Uh, let me just pull these up really quickly. So this is Tara from Arizona. Hopefully you guys can see that. Hopefully you guys can hear it. This is the first time I've done this on StreamYard, so please let me know if you can't um, hear it. All right, so Jim has just informed me that you guys can't hear it, which is sad because these are really good testimonials. We wanted to have them available for you guys on another page before the webinar, but we didn't get it done. If you want access to those because you're on the fence about the program and you're not sure it's right for you, send us an email, fill out the contact uh, form on my website, stillmanmd.com, and we'll get you access to those uh, testimonials. And on that note, back to the, where was I? presentation. All right. So uh, here's the deal. We have a thyroid program, coaching program launching. It's four months long. You're going to get weekly coaching calls. You're going to get access to our thyroid wellness course. Jim Laird and I put this together along with some interviews with, of myself, with some leading experts in the world of thyroid health, like Dr. Brownstein and Dr. Jaffe, both of whom I referenced earlier. We're going to walk you through how we get people well, how we get them looking and feeling their best, regardless of what's going on with their thyroid but with a specific bent on looking at how can we improve the, the health of your body's thyroid function and nourish your thyroid so that it works as well as possible. Okay. Normal pricing for this course, the thyroid course is $897. The group coaching is $4,000. The total value of that's $4,897. Until September 1st, your early bird, or well, until September 1st, you are getting a special price, uh, which is $996. That's four monthly payments of $249. I believe, and Jim can correct me if I'm wrong, 
uh, that we've also got an early bird discount that's going to be available until the end of our Q&A on Tuesday, 5.30 Eastern. Tune in if you've got questions. Um, uh, that is a 10%, I think, early bird uh, discount um, uh, for people. And Jim will post more uh, details in the comments. So this is a great price, very affordable, four months, lots of access. We had so many happy people. Again, we'll get you the testimonials if you feel you need them before you commit. We have an op optional medical program, and I have to explain this in a little detail. This often confuses people, so let me be very, very clear. The program I just alluded to is a coaching program. The reason we have coaching programs and medical programs is simple. A lot of coaching comes down to, you know, what should people do? What should their daily routine be? What should they eat? None of that is practicing medicine because the practice of medicine is the diagnosis and treatment of disease. A coach does not diagnose and treat disease but they help you understand what you should eat and how you should live and what your habits should be and how much you should exercise and things like that uh, so that you can look and feel your best, right? That we can offer anywhere, but I'm a medical doctor as well as learning how to be a coach as I worked with Jim Laird, our chief health coach at Stillman Wellness. And so when I put on my doctor hat and use my medical license, right, I have to do it according to state medical licensing laws. So we only offer this medical program in New York and Florida. Okay. It's going to be exclusively for people who are in the coaching program. I want to be really clear about why we do that. People who just want labs and a couple of one-on-one -on -one sessions with a doctor get the worst results. And I hate getting bad results. So I don't do it because I don't have to. The people who get the best results are the people who join the coaching program. So if you join the coaching program, we have what I would describe as a ridiculously good discount on a medical program for you because of our appreciation for you signing up for the coaching program and committing to that element of being well. If you want the medical program, here's what it includes. It includes a hair tissue mineral analysis. You saw many of those in the pre presentation before, a full thyroid panel, and a comprehensive wellness panel. This is about $1,400 worth of labs, and that's if you know where to shop. It would be not be uncommon for this to be priced at something like $2,000 or $3,000 worth of labs, but I get special discounts that I can then extend to my patients, and that allows us to you know, basically reduce your costs, reduce our costs, and give you better service. Okay, this program includes an initial visit with Lauren. She's my nurse practitioner, a lab review with myself, two nursing calls with my nurse, Michelle, for follow-up questions and an opportunity to start an annual program with us to get follow-up labs. I hope I made it clear from the testimonials and cases before that follow-up labs are critical because that's where you're really gonna see the total toxic burden actually be eliminated from the body. Okay, normal pricing for the medical program. We're also including some group coaching, by the way, forgot to mention that. So labs, let's call them 1,400. One-on-one -on -one consults are about 1,200. The group coaching is 1,000. The total value is 3,600. Until September 1st, you get special webinar pricing of $14.97. The way this works is that you cannot book it today. You can book it once you've booked the coaching. If you book the coaching, you'll get an email before September 1st detailing how you can enroll in the medical program. Again, if you've got questions about this, show up for the Q&A Tuesday night, 5 p.m. We're going to go for a whole hour. You're going to have plenty of time to ask all your questions, get them all answered, and lock in the early bird discount, which again, I think is 10%. Uh, Jim has covered that in the uh, comments. Okay, frequent questions that I get that I want to explain. What about insurance? So I can bill insurance if you are a patient in my practice. The coaching program is not medical. That means I can't bill your insurance. 
Um, if you join the medical program, we can ge generate what we call a super bill and you can submit that to your insurance. I have no idea what they'll cover. Uh, why don't we just bill insurance? Um, I don't know if you've noticed or not, but insurance companies are um, terrible. Um, they don't want you to be well. They don't want you to be healthy. They just want to keep your premium and make sure that you um, uh, don't basically have any medical expenses that they you can bill them for. And they really want to destroy independent physicians like me because that's just the agenda. And if you haven't figured out why that is, well, tune into my content. I'll explain it along the way. Um, yeah. If you live out of state, we usually allow people to um, uh, fly to Florida to see me in person to establish care. However, we have uh, booked up in-person appointments for the rest of the year. Yes, that's September, October, November, and December. Um, we've had a lot of interest, thankfully, and we want to make sure we take great care of the people who are already our patients. So right now we can only take patients in New York and Florida virtually. If you are absolutely dead set on becoming a patient, I encourage you to go to stillmanmd.com. Go there, fill out the patient application. You can book a call with Molly and she will put you on our waiting list and you will then get a notification when we are scheduling in-person appointments again. Do that immediately, frankly, if you're interested, because um, we do, as I said, we, we are getting a lot of interest and we're going to book up fast when we reopen in the new year. Um, what about HSAs? So HSAs vary, uh, but I've seen that people use HSAs for like coaching programs and things like that. I can't promise you that uh, the payment processor we use will take your HSA card, uh, but you could try to pay for the coaching program with the HSA. In the medical practice, we do accept HSAs. Um, you can also split payments onto multiple cards or accounts. Um, for the medical program, you've got to pay up front. For the coaching program, you can pay in installments. That's part of why we, we do that, so we can make it more affordable to you. Okay, I want to explain the best part of this, both the medical program and the coaching program. The best part is the group coaching. I know that's hard to believe. You couldn't, unfortunately, it sounds like here, one of the testimonials I shared um, where she said the group coaching was amazing, even though she wasn't sure about it. Again, we'll get you that recording if you really want it. Group coaching is amazing because it gives us the opportunity to teach you how to think. Einstein, if I recall correctly, said that education is not the memorization of facts. It is the teaching of the mind to think. And I really believe that's true. What Jim and I, who run the program together on the wellness side, the coaching side, really are fundamentally here to do is to teach you how to think. And once we teach you how to think, you're basically going to have, you know, our voices in your head, not in a weird way, when you go to the grocery store and you're going to understand what to actually do and what to buy so that you can actually be as healthy as possible and you can look and feel your best, okay? The group coaching also provides accountability, which is really critical. A lot of you are watching this and you've started diets, you've started exercise programs, you've started with this doctor or that doctor and you just didn't follow through. And I know how much that hurts because we've all been there. We've all said, I'm going to start this thing. I'm going to wake up then. I'm going to go to the gym this many times a week. I'm going to put on this much muscle. I'm going to lose this much weight. And we've all then not followed through. And that's okay. But I submit to you that you would be crazy to not engage us as coaches for accountability because accountability is amazing. It is the secret to success. And when you combine that with expert coaching, from Jim and I, who together have something like 45 years of experience in the fitness, nutrition, and medical industries. Uh, it's a dynamite combination. 
I feel kind of pompous saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I don't know any team out there offering programs like this that combine this much expertise and this breadth of uh, knowledge and understanding. Okay. Anyway, I want to go back to one overarching theme here, which is that hypothyroidism or low thyroid hormone function and thyroid hormone disease in general predispose you to premature heart disease, metabolic syndrome, diabetes, obesity, cancers, dementia, and depression. So I really, it, it saddens me when people come to me years after hearing about me and this problem has not really been adequately uh, dealt with and they're still struggling and they're still not feeling well um, because there's so much we can do to help people look and feel their best. And honestly, regardless of what's going on with someone's thyroid, we can help you create the diet and the lifestyle that you need in order to be really, really well and to do really well in life. And that's what we're really here to do. And that will help you, you know, reduce your risk of all diseases, right? Because that's what fundamentally optimal diet and lifestyle uh, comes down to. That's what it's all about. All right. Uh, real quick, the coaching program is limited to 30 people only. We've only got that much time in the week to coach people. We really like to keep these coaching uh, calls small. They're like max, usually six, seven, eight people. I think the most people have had on a coaching call ever is maybe 15, and that's very rare. That allows us to give you a lot of time one-on-one -on -one to answer, ask questions and to hear you know, questions from other people being answered so that you can understand exactly what you need to do. I like to, you know, I want to be as committed to you as I possibly can and to your success. And we really, Jim and I haven't have a sort of, we were very serious about over delivering and getting people results. I want you to know that 10,000 people are going to get a copy of the replay of this, uh, 30 people or 30 is, you know, 0.3% of 10,000. I want you to know that because once we booked up to 30, we're not going to be able to take any more. Um, and so I really encourage you to go ahead and book. Um, as soon as you've worked out the finances or talked to your spouse or your, your significant other or your, your parent or whoever may be helping you with a program like this, because we do want to you know take care of you. We also do this because honestly, the people who are first through the door, ready to go, get the best results are the most committed, the most interested and the most serious. And we also respect that. And we, uh, we will be running this probably again, six months from now, depending upon how much demand there is. Right, the medical program is limited to 15 people only. Okay, so half the people coming into the um, coaching program will have an option for the medical if they're in the right state. So I encourage you to book now. Um, we have very limited availability, even virtually, for the rest of the year. And I don't want you to miss out. So again, um, you can go back uh, through this recording if you want to review the pricing structure. Uh, check out the Q&A on Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. If you'd like, you can ask us questions or submit questions um, in the comments here. If we don't get to them right now, we'll get to them on our coaching call on uh, Tuesday. So that even if you can't attend that, you can look at the recording and hear the answers to your questions. I believe that's it. Thank you, everyone, for attending this morning and watching this uh, presentation. If you're watching this in the future, right, because it's August 26, 2023, if you're watching this in the future, check below. The link will include information on how you can work with us in a coaching program if it's open or how you can buy our thyroid course uh, so you can learn more about what we do and how we do it. People who buy our courses are always first in line when our coaching programs start enrolling again. They're also first in line to get medical care at the medical practice because we respect the people who jump in, um, you know, right in on the coaching because you're the ones who get the best results and you're the most committed to your wellness. And without further ado, I'm happy to answer any questions people have, post them in the comments and I will run through, uh, I will get to them as they get posted. So I got some old ones. Let's see. 
Okay, Jennifer Pope asks, husband's blood work came extremely high TSH in the hundreds. Um, doctors thought it was in lab malfunction, was still the same, has been the same in two to three labs since normal T3 and T4. That's fascinating. Um, that's the kind of case that I actually love to read up on and figure out what's really going on because there's so many different um, possible explanations for this. I'd really have to go back to the books and I would love to do that. I actually enjoy doing that. Okay. Um, shows one of the antibodies presence, uh, any thoughts. So, um, could be unrelated, could be related either way. I would have to look more deeply into these labs. Um, and I'd be happy to do that in the medical program. Okay. Um, let's see. Okay. Can you drive to New York or Florida if you don't live in those States? This is a really funny question. So I'm just going to be really clear about how this works. So um, let me stop the screen share. The reason I can't practice medicine in other states is because medical practice laws were laid out uh, before the advent of telecommunications, let alone video communications. And so, um, and also before Americans started to live in many different places, sort of in the same uh, year. Right. So let's say that I have a patient who's um, snowbirds in Melbourne, Florida on the beach, and then they go back to uh, Maine in the summer. Um, that person's a Florida resident, right? So I believe that I can take care of them as a telemedicine physician when they're in Maine because it's continuity of care. I have no idea what the Florida Medical Board would say about that. I'm not familiar with them ever having made some kind of decision about that. And even if they did, it could be challenged in court. And the reason I'm giving you all this detail is that technically for you to be a patient, you've got to reside in one of the states I'm licensed in. Um, so you could drive to New York or Florida and then tell me you live in that state. Um, uh, but honestly, I think if you did that and then I gave you a super bill and you submitted to your insurance company, you could be held liable for insurance fraud. Um, but I have no way of knowing where you live other than what you tell me, right? So do with that information what you will. Will this work for Canadian patients slash viewers? So the reality is that the coaching program is available to anybody anywhere because it's coaching. Um, the medical program is only available to New Yorkers and Floridians or people who are part-time residents of those states. Uh, so you can definitely join the coaching program. And one of the great things about the coaching program is we can help answer uh, questions about how medical systems work. You know, I have lots of international um, interest and I help people in different countries uh, this past week, it was Australia, the Dominican Republic, um, England. I help them understand how to get labs in their countries. And then if they have questions about what labs mean, I can discuss them in an educational context, although I can't prescribe or diagnose based on labs. Okay. Um, I think that's it for the questions. Post them if you're watching this later, and we will get to them in the Q&A, as I mentioned. Um, and uh, thank you, everyone, for watching. Take care. Have a great day. Don't forget to get outside.